When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. years leading up to the fall of 1984, horror had been anything but dead or dull. Movies like Cujo, Sleepaway Camp, The Dead Zone, and Christine were out, and horror franchises like Halloween and Friday the 13th were flourishing. But the fall of 1984 was going to be different. Writer-director Wes Craven was gaining real traction at this point, but hadn't fully broken through. November 9th, 1984 was going to be different for him, though. On that day, Wes was ready to introduce the world to a friend of his friend he had met three years prior. A friend by the name of Freddy Krueger. From the horror show and bloody disgusting, this is Serial Killer. everybody and welcome to the horror show the show that dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe i forget if we even leave that in for serial killer <laughs> i don't know i'll have to go back and relook at it i know i do the intro i forgot we were doing serial killer <laughs> this is serial killer <laughs> how about that look at that we're back our first segment that's returned yep. in like full form ever Pretty much, I think. I think we've done other ones because I remember being like, "Hey, look what we did again!" But that, oh, yeah, that but was we, it. Wait, what? Are we... Um, no, we have creature features, <laughs> part threes. No, it wasn't a, nothing like this. It was like little segment. It was something we did. I don't know. Well, this was whatever. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome to Serial Killer. Um, last year we covered. Uh, what did we cover last year? Toby Hooper. That was a fucking nightmare. That sure was. <laughs> that I'm more excited about this year. Well, it's a smaller set of movies. Yeah, it's much smaller. Toby Hooper's filmography is huge for some reason. <laughs> he could cut that down by like 10 movies. <laughs> At least. Be a decent resume. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, yes. um, this year we are doing the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Um, we're going to look through all of the movies, including... Freddy vs. Jason, 
and, and the remake and the remake, which I am excited to hate again. I saw it in theaters. I think I did too. It's gross. We're so stupid. Yeah, I know. Like, why would we? Uh, I mean, I guess it's the same reason we do this show, right? It's the same reason we're like, you know what we should watch? <laughs> Inseminoid. <laughs> it looks like a great we time. We should watch that. I know. It's been on my list it forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same reason we all sat around and watched Dead Body Man. Spermula? Is that a movie? Yeah. Is it about a Dracula sperm? I assume so. Oh it's called Spermula. I'm going to look it up right now. Serial killers canceled. Um, so this year we are doing, like I said, uh, the Friday and the not, no, dude, I not. always say that I had to edit. Uh, we are doing the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Um, so last year, I guess the you know we're not really serial killer. We're not here to like actually tell you information you don't know. Our information is probably going to be pulled from a total of like five sources. <laughs> um, but it's just fun to talk about these movies together and kind of get like a bigger picture. Um, is serial still a thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. This, uh, so last year we did Hooper and, um, it was pretty much like when people saw his name online, it was like legend. What a fucking, the greatest director that's ever like lit. Like, you know what I mean? Like you see an Instagram post with him in it and it's like fucking legend, which he is, I guess. I mean, just for creating Texas, well, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw sh- honestly should put them on that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know what people I mean. Look, like, people don't think about the rest of it. Like, they, it's not like sports where you look at, like, the whole career. What have you done for me lately? People, yeah, yeah, people are, like, people are content in movies, which is so weird. People are totally content with one good movie in the 70s and one good movie that Steven Spielberg actually directed in the 80s. And people are, like. It's not even a good movie. Well, yeah, you and me know that. The rest <laughs> of the world hasn't figured it out yet. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it, it, people somehow were okay with that. And they're like, like, if you were like, Toby Hooper's not that good. They'd be like, chainsaw, poltergeist, fuck you. Yeah. That's and, it. <laughs> and it's crazy that you can do that. Um, so this year we, um, we're looking at nightmare franchise and we're looking kind of at a similar thing as a franchise. It gets a ton of credit where. Rightfully so, especially the Wes Craven entries. Um, but are the rest of the movies good? Are they bad? Like, what the fuck happened to the franchise? Because something definitely changes. Yeah. We can say it that much this far. <laughs> I mean, even from Just one to say two. Say it after the first one. <laughs> um, it's a real, it's a real interesting series, and uh, I'll give props to Tioni. W who like asked us to do this like three years ago. Yeah. Like pretty much at the beginning. Like she was she sent us a message and was like, please do every nightmare movie ever. And I was like, oh, that would be pretty good. Yeah. And we've sat on it and it was this one. So um you're welcome, Tioni. One time in college, uh, me and Danimal watched every nightmare back to back to back. Back to one back to sitting. back. It sucked. Hmm. I can imagine. <laughs> One through three was kind of rough. I'm excited to talk about these. Mm. I'm super excited to get back into this shit. All right. So, um, so yeah, we're trying to figure this out. We're going to try and figure out what, what happens. Did the franchise die at some point? When did everyone get sick of Freddy? Why did, how did Freddy become a fucking merchandise machine? That is bizarre. That's insane. Um, and we're asking you guys, make sure you email me, Sean at IHateHorror.com, um, 
and tell us your nightmare memories, memories with Nightmare on Elm Street. Dude, everyone saw this at like age six. <laughs> Everyone's emailed me, including our friend Mike. So like, yeah, my dad used to show this to me when I was like five and six. I was like, it's not good. <laughs> this is terrifying. Um, and yeah. And so we're doing the first three movies, which might be the most interesting episode just because. I'm the, way more excited to do the next three. I, I actually am too. But the most common thing I hear is one and three. One and three are good. Everything else is dog shit. Mm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see how that pans out. Because spoiler uh, alert, it's true. It, it kind of. I are you, after doing these first three, were you like super impressed with three still? Well, we had watched three recently. Yeah. Um, for our part threes mm-hmm. episode, and I was impressed then. Like I was impressed compared then. to all the other part threes. I was impressed. Oh yeah, that's for sure. I'm um, going from. It's a little boring. I thought. Three is yeah. After watching part two, yeah. Well, I mean there. Are t- <laughs> Two's exciting in the sense that <laughs> that's not a word. Nothing makes sense. <laughs> Dude, there's dancing. Uh, our <laughs> friend Mike called it the, the dance scene, the greatest scene in film history. Oh, our friend Mike's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get into these movies, uh, we're going to talk about some facts here. All this stuff, guys, I basically took from this Never Sleep Again documentary. It's on Netflix. It's about five and a half hours long, but it documents everything, but they've got some cool facts on it. So check it out. Um, and also check out, um, there's an oral history on Nightmare on Elm Street on Vulture. That's pretty cool. So again, we're not going to cite them because we're lazy. So that's where we stole everything from. You just cited them. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> do you have a favorite one of these, by the way? Favorite movie? Yeah. Out of the franchise. Oh yeah, it's one. It is one? Yeah, without a doubt. Mine is one right now. Or, or, you know, it might be, what's, New Nightmare? Is that what it's called? New Nightmare? Yeah. New Nightmare. The metal one? Yeah, Wes Craven's New, New Nightmare? Yeah, New Nightmare. I don't know why that was, that sounded weird. <laughs> That's pretty close to me, though. I, I really like When's the last one. time you watched it? Long time. So. That's why I'm curious. Yeah. Um, so, Wes Craven gets this idea from a bunch of... Asian guys. Cambodians. Cambodians? Yes. They show Japanese news clipping. But yeah, you're right, because Wes Craven was appropriate when he was like, oh, it was, I read an article on the LA Times. They're from the Asian Rim. I was like, what the fuck's Asian Rim? But instead of looking it up, I just followed this stupid <laughs> documentary which showed a newspaper of a Japanese boy dead. No, they were uh, the Khmer Rouge refugees that migrated mm-hmm. to the Americas, and in over a three-year period, three members of the group of rep- refugees died in the exact same way. Yeah, and they were finding like they would they wouldn't sleep. Um, they they gave them like sleeping medication, and then they hear screaming in the middle of the night. They'd run in, and the kid would fucking die. Yes, and they found like the sleeping pills. They weren't taking them. They were stashing them under the bed. They found coffee machines in the closet. Fucking crazy! Great called, idea. Called Asian Death Syndrome. Well, that's it's under the umbrella of uh, suds, the sudden unexpected death syndrome. <laughs> well, so uh, have fun, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's the show. Um, yeah, and then he also mentioned that it, uh, the idea of Freddy Krueger came because he was a little boy and he looked out his window and some guy was walking by and turned at him and just like growled at him. So <laughs> he, so he like ducked, obviously, like it was a high window, ducked. 
then was like, oh, let me check if he's gone. Looked up, and the guy was face up against the window. I, that's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard. Dude, I know. <laughs> I was fucking terrified. And, and Wes, of course, is just like telling it. I'm like, I'd be crying retelling that. He's like, yeah, it's kind of weird that he got such uh, joy out of terrifying a little kid. It's like, yeah, that's a major problem. You probably should have told your parents. He named him Freddy Krueger because uh, there was a bully yeah. that picked on him. Yeah. And he also named uh, Krug from Last House on the Left after him, too. Oh, that's cool. So that guy must have been such a piece of shit. Yeah. He named two terrible dude. people yeah. after him. <laughs> All right. Did you see that the song Dreamweaver also inspired this movie? No, but that is stupid. <laughs> Dreamweaver. <laughs> um, well, the beginning of the song Dreamweaver is like those... I don't know what you call them, bells. It's like atmospheric. And that's, 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 that's how, it, it's kind of how the uh, theme song came that's about. pretty cool. Um, but yeah, and then, so he gets this idea, he writes it down. Dude, hold on. This movie would have been so much better if that song played every time he appeared. I have a better one. Like slow motion, like in Wayne's World. I know how to make two a better movie and a better ending. With Dreamweaver? No, different song. What song? I'll, I'll, we'll get there. Jump by Van Halen. <laughs> no, although I'll take that. <laughs> but a jump, jump, <laughs> go ahead. Uh, no, I, I, it's a good one. Um, so he writes his script. No one wants to make it because everyone. The excuse is, uh, well, it's all in their dreams, so it's not scary. Fucking dumbest, dumbest shit I've ever heard of. My, like, have they never had a bad dream? It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> um. Goes around Hollywood for three years before uh, Bob Shea and New Line uh, Cinemas finally pick it up. And uh, the rest is history after that. Um, Freddie was supposed to be an old man originally yep. based on that old guy, which is pretty cool. And uh, they're talking about it in this documentary and they ask Robert England about getting the part finally. Robert England's like, oh, well, uh, like he's acting like he was too big. I'm going to shit talk Robert England a ton on of course. this. He's just such an asshole in this documentary. I'm sorry. He's such a dickhead. And if he ever, like, if we ever got famous enough for you to hear this, I'm going to be really embarrassed because I, I don't think I, he seems like a really nice guy, but he's just such a stupid dickhead. <laughs> he's such a stupid dickhead. And uh, so he's acting like. Uh, so they were going to cast David Warner in the role mm-hmm. originally. David Warner pulls out. And then they're like, okay, well, what about this guy, Robert England? Cut to Robert England in the documentary, who's acting like he's he was like still busy back then. Like he's not like, oh, yeah, I was really excited because I had done nothing. <laughs> okay? I had literally done fucking nothing except Toby Hooper fucking eating alive movies. But instead he's like, yeah, I was actually, uh, I was actually uh, really preoccupied with my first bout of success with V. The, wait, the miniseries? miniseries. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut to a clip of... Looks like a geek. He's got the. He looks like a member of like Devo. Well, that's what he looked like in uh, Eating Alive. Remember? Yeah. 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 He's an idiot. <laughs> um, just but and then and then he's like, yeah, I used uh, Klaus Kinski, Klinski as uh, yeah my influence <laughs> for Freddie. <laughs> Him and a gangster, a guy Jimmy Cagney. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. He's like that was my influence for Freddy Krueger. It's like oh wait, he acts nothing like him. Of course not. <laughs> Joe, he's an idiot. We're watching this documentary while we do it. It's pretty great. Uh, and that's it. I think that highlights everything. Um, I love that he drew from those two influences and the production design of Freddy's costume was just drawn from 
a pepperoni pizza. Dude, that's what they said. <laughs> that That's the funny part about this movie, I think. Like, even in this documentary, you'll see um, some people taking it very seriously, like Robert England, who's like, oh, yes, I uh, studied very hard, and I walked with a limp in this scene because the glove was really heavy. Dude, you're just a wimp. You need to go to the fucking gym. Like, you're not doing that as a choice. Like, you can't lift anyway, He's claiming that glove with, the, like, the knives on it was too heavy. He said it was so heavy, it pulled his arm down, and then he was like, oh, but then he was like, oh, wait, this is genius. I'll just leave. Like, that's why he kind of walks, like, kind of, like, There's no lopsided. way that's physically true. <laughs> How can it be that heavy? Joe, I don't it. know. <laughs> But that's what he says. Um, I do, oh, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. Um, Wes Craven got zero money. <laughs> um, in this documentary, you learned he gave the rights to the character to New Line in order to just make the movie. Um, so he got zero money from the sequels, zero money from merchandising. Um, and then 10 years later, Bob called them. Bob Shea from New Line and was like, oh, we want you to make another movie, uh, which must have been 10 years must have been New Nightmare, right? 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, about that. Yeah. 95, 94. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's New Nightmare and we want you to make another Freddy movie, even though we killed him off in the last sequel. And uh, Wes Craven was like, yeah, it's fine, but I want all the royalties from the sequels and the merchandising retroactively. So like go back. And give me all my fucking money <laughs> from two on. And that's what he got. So Good for him. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that doesn't happen to everyone, though. <laughs> Actually, Wes is the only guy that pulled that off, I'm pretty sure. Did you see the uh, the people that auditioned for um, Nancy's role? And in part two, the people yes. that auditioned for the... It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt and somebody Christian else. Slater Christian Slater. Christian And John Stamos for oh, part two. Yeah, John the three Stamos. of them. And then for Nancy, it was like it was Courtney Cox, Demi Moore, yeah. Jennifer Grey, and um, yeah, the girl from Growing Pains. Yeah, and that comes up a lot too in uh, this documentary. And basically, everyone's like, "Well, you know, uh, every director, uh, you know, if a director tells you they hired all the best, they're lying. Like everyone passes up on uh, future good talent." It's like, man, Nightmare did a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Is there mo? Recklessly, <laughs> like depth, they just got lucky in. It, but he barely did anything in part yeah, one. No, I know. He's good, though. I liked watching But him. Depp was in... Was he already in uh, 21 Jump Street at this point? I don't know. He's really young in this. Yeah. I mean, I know he was young in 21 Jump Street, but he looks like a baby in this. Um, Take a look at that. I will. Um, and we should also note, um, you know, we're going to explore all these movies and rip on all of them, so... Hopefully the Nightmare fans don't come out and, like, chop our dicks off. I don't have too much negative to say about part one. I don't have either, but, I mean, you know, there's fans that love it all. And, you know, they, they just have a hardcore fan base, Elm Street, Elm Street gang. Um, yeah. You know, like, we don't have to worry about Luther the Geek fans burning down our <laughs> house. <laughs> the fuck did you just say? Did you hear what these I, assholes I, said about Luther the Geek? I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> You hear what these fucking idiots had to say about Luther the Geek? <laughs> um, so Nightmare on Elm Street 1, written and directed by Wes Craven himself, of course. I don't yes. think I need to say that. Um, 
how do we want to do these? I, I, I really want to talk about two. We've talked about three. Yeah, let's focus on two the most. I mean, we could just go through some yeah. likes, dislikes about part one. Yeah, I mean. Major so you, plot points. Yeah, you've got your uh, origin story with Nancy. Uh, what's her last name? Thompson. Dude? Nancy Thompson. Um, Johnny Depp. Glenn. Glenn. Uh, who, who's, is Glenn the guy that's like, hey, what's going on? An orgy or no, something? No, Johnny's Glenn. Oh, Johnny's Glenn. Yeah, right? Yeah, who? Well, who's the Rod? Rod, is Rod, Rod, Rod. Uh, Rod's the best. <laughs> Everything Rod says is insane. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then wait, says up yours with a twirling lawnmower. I don't even know what that means. Everything he says. Woke up with a heart on with your name on it. Her comeback is the best. One of the burn best burns in movie all history. time, yes, all fucking yes. time, dude. All fucking yes. time. How can you fit four letters on your joint? <laughs> also, calling it a joint is pretty fucking awesome. That's some good fucking writing. God bless you, Wes Craven. After, like, the police are looking for Rod because they think he killed Tina. Yeah. He's, tell he's telling Nancy, he's like, I didn't do it. I'm innocent. You got to believe me. And then he immediately goes, so don't treat me like I'm some kind of fruitcake, all right? And he threatens her. Like, that's, oh, yeah. that's not what you want to be doing if you're trying to it's so, convince someone you're it's innocent. It's so weird. It's so weird. Um, I'm, there's, I mean, there's definitely some, some character. There's, like, I don't know how to explain it. There's just some... There's some warts on the first one, rewatching it, like through, so, through our lens. I think if I think if you showed an adult this movie now in 2017 yeah. that had never seen it before, they might be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Because I agree. I loved it. I've always loved it. And I think that like, you know, just the nostalgia also helps that. Like, I'm not going to say anything bad about it because yeah. it meant so much to me. I think the acting's pretty rough. The acting's rough. Like, I know that they're all very new. Some of the effects are a little rough. Dude, the arms in the alley. That, that, okay, that's my my biggest problem. one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. It's <laughs> so long. Like that wavy guy that's at the call, car mart. Yeah. It's so fucking... And I mean, the end. With that, the, scene, that scene's infuriating because everything is creepy until his arms are big. Like, it's just fog everywhere. Right. And you hear, like, laughing. You see, like, animals running. And you're like, oh, fuck. Like, it has a great atmosphere. And then he has the arms long. And he ruins it by running. He runs like the biggest <laughs> idiot. Like somebody who's never run before. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, again, I, Robert England, I don't think is an athletic man. I mean, if he thinks I love his head. Well, like, they, well they, they bring up a good point I've heard, which is almost every killer in a movie has been a stunt guy. They weren't actors in the makeup. It was stunt guys. Like Jason was a stunt guy. Like right. those guys are just huge. But this huge. was Robert. Yeah. Yes. And so, like, you know, those guys are athletic. They're big and strong. They can, like, do shit. Right, and that's their job. And move. Yeah. Robert England is a f fucking thespian. <laughs> All right? Like, that's what it boils down That to. is a good point, and that makes me respect him a little bit more, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, he's an actor. Like, he's not a fucking... Cause it's very easy to shit on him, but if not you fucking... dress me up like that, I'm probably not going to be able to run <laughs> yeah. that agile. Fucking Kane Hodder is, like, a monster. Yes. Like, he probably hits the gym daily. Robert England. He said the glove was too heavy. <laughs> a fucking glove <laughs> with like some razor blades on it. Um, so it, it's it's a real interesting way to look at it. But yeah, some of these effects, like the, that arm, that arm scene, it's just so funny. And it is. It's like such a classic scene. But that, that scene's not classic to me. But that scene where Nancy falls asleep in the school, 
and sees great. like Tina's great body shit. bag. That's awesome. I that, fucking love it. Awesome. And I love like I know you don't like the movie Fog, but I, I always feel like horror movies like when they utilize fog, it just adds to the atmosphere. I'm cool with that. Yeah. And this movie was misty as fuck, and I, I loved just, it. I just don't like the bad guy being uh, Fog. I mean, it was <laughs> Ghost Pirates. It was not the Fog. I know. <laughs> um. I feel like they were like, dude, you can't make the bad guy fog. Just throw some pirates in at the end. <laughs> I don't think that's what happened. I feel like the pirates were integral to the plot. <laughs> yeah, they really were. It's like all about their one I mean, goal. In point. fact, I'm pretty sure the movie starts with the guy telling the myth of the pirates. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, also, another great scene is like, yeah, this movie's weird. And... Now, here's another thing that we can consider with it is Bob Shea was the president of New Line constantly butting in to Wes yeah. Craven's work in this. Uh, like from these documentaries, from oral histories you read, <laughs> he was bad. Like, oh, let me do this. Like uh, the scene where she's running up the stairs with the fucking – and like she's falling into the yeah. – it's like the carpet's mush. Being stuck, yeah. Wes Craven was like, I hate that scene. Didn't want it. And Bob Shea – then it cuts to Bob Shea in the documentary. He's like – yeah, I thought, you know, I saw that in one of my dreams once. So I thought it'd be cool. So I, you know, I just threw the idea out there. I was like, you didn't just throw the idea out there. I wouldn't be in it. Wes Craven just said how bad it was. He's like, I didn't want to do it. <laughs> so there was definitely some shit in there. Also, where he, dreams about things like that? He was like, it was scary. <laughs> Can't get upstairs fast. <laughs> um, I heard I heard that uh, the remake... Mm-hmm. Like, like I, while I'm not a fan, was almost like more in lines to what Wes Craven originally wanted it to be. That's what I've read. Um, like I'm the curious. look of Freddy is how he wanted Freddy oh, really? to look. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, he definitely. Well, well, we'll save it for when we get down there. But I'm I'm interested to talk about that. But um, yeah, well, like Freddy was supposed to be a child molester. Yes. Um, always was, and then there was like those like McCormick. I think it was called the McCormick. Uh, rapes and it was like a syst- it's like a school just molesting and raping kids like systematically in yeah, the yeah. school and then they were like you know what let's uh, tone that back a little <laughs> yeah this isn't fun <laughs> it's just got a whole lot less fun um, but yeah and you know what an interest an interesting thing about this first one not a lot of Freddy like well I shouldn't say not a lot of Freddy he's not the Freddy not that a lot know. of dialogue yeah he's. He's, he's not, not chirping. He's not fucking like. Beep, 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 beep. No, in fact, when he does talk, it's super effective. Like when he says, "This is God," and oh, yeah, hold, yeah, holds yeah, up his hands. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, again, that school scene. The first, uh, not the first kill. Oh, is it the first? Yeah, the kill? first kill is great in the room. Yes, dude. That's the only thing that sucks about it is idiot Rod being like, "Who did this?" <laughs> like, there's nobody in there, Rod. I, yeah, <laughs> and again, that's kind of where like the, that's those are like some of the warts in it, like, like. The craziest thing is, like, all these crazy murders, which, like, if you made it now, no one would be in the room with them. And then they'd walk into the room and be like, what the fuck happened? But in all these scenes, there's somebody watching. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? And then there's still somehow, like, I think Rod did it. It's like, (laughs) you just watched her floating on the ceiling getting stabbed to death. I don't think they saw that. Not that one, but there's other ones where they're, like, in the room and they're like, ooh. Well... Well, Johnny Depp's death, his mom's watching, just blood being shot from the bed to the ceiling. Yeah, and, and, you, and I don't know, I can't, I'm not going to quote it, but she's like, you can, t- she got a look on her face like, oh, I want to know who's responsible <laughs> <Yeah>. for this. <laughs> Clearly something supernatural. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they said there's like, there's like all these effects that they did in it. There were tons of issues like 
injuries and like <laughs> nothing went right. Nothing went right. And the rotating is like this giant rotating cube that they used yes, for it. I saw that. Like singing in the rain. Yeah. Um, and uh, they also used that in Electric 2. Uh, electric. Wait. Breaking 2? Uh, breaking 2 Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. Nice. They, he's like walking on the side of the house. I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, the body bag scene in the in the school again is like it's awesome. The hall monitor, the subtle like Freddy shit, like the she's wearing his the sweaters sweater. and stuff, and it's really cool. Um, and it's not so subtle. <laughs> it's no. it's right there. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, let's talk about the end for a second, just because I got to tell you this. At the end, Nancy gets in a car, and it's painted in Freddy stripes. The fucking hood of the car is Freddy Stripes, right? It's obviously. In this fucking documentary, somebody had the balls to be like, who knows if the car's Freddy or not? Uh, it's Freddy. Of course it's <laughs> Freddy. <laughs> we, it also locks and yes, drives away with them. Yes. In fact, they're like all screaming. Yeah. Because they can't get out. And they recorded like 10 different endings, I, I guess. Saw that but they were all kind of similar. Did you see how fast they ran out of money? No. They ran out in two weeks. Dude. They spent their entire budget. Do you know what the budget was on it? I uh, I don't have it written down, no. Um, Do you? No. Uh, okay. well, so, Nightmare is the best song, right? Nightmare is the what? Nightmare on Elm Street. It's got the best theme song, right? Of all movies? I like it, yeah. More than Halloween? Yeah. Mm. I like it a lot. Well, it did get turned into a sweet Fresh Prince. Oh, it's the fucking best. Um, uh, Halloween, probably my favorite, but Nightmare's top three. Okay. Phantasm. And I was also thinking we should rate the final battles as we go. Even okay. Even, psst, P.S. They're all the same. Uh, the budget <laughs> The budget was $1.8 million. $1.8 million. So It's pretty that, high. Blew for, that in two weeks. For an independent film? Yeah, because they were, like, New Line had no money. Holy shit, that's high. New Line had, like, they were, like, Especially talking. Especially in 1984. I, he, like, put up his house and shit. Bob Shea. <laughs> Could you imagine telling your wife that? Hey, hey, me and Joe are making a movie. So it's about uh, this fucking guy that got burnt up, and now he <laughs> diddles kids <laughs> in their dreams, <laughs> and then cuts them up. <laughs> kids are gonna love it. <laughs> You're gonna get a real kick out of it. <laughs> no, which, she, which, oddly enough, they did. They did. <laughs> <laughs> they loved it. They fucking loved it. It's so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I mean. Everyone's seen the first one, right? I feel weird, like that we're kind of like hopping around. And I mean, talking we got to talk about three of them. Yeah, and it's just like a weird thing. Like everyone Been talking for half every, an hour. Everyone already. has to. Know, everyone has to know the first one, right? Yeah. If not, go watch it and then come back and listen. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do want to say, why does the boiler room look like the boiler room of the Titanic? <laughs> like, dude, that's the most industrial boiler room I've ever seen. I've been to boiler rooms in like schools. They don't look like that. They look like. Just fucking basement. Yeah, you haven't been to uh, New Haven. <laughs> oh. Well. And then uh, imagine if, like, there were just a bunch of Irish immigrants down there like, when Nancy <laughs> goes to the boiler room. Like, in the Titanic. Is that what happens in Titanic? That's who was, like, living I've down there. I've never seen it. It's just the history of the Titanic. Well, you don't need to see the film. <laughs> they stuck all the Irish immigrants in the basement. And they were the first to die. <laughs> and I think they fueled it, too. Not their corpses, the but... Uh, <laughs> the, they like shoveled stuff into it. Like they go down to battle and there's just a bunch of like Irish people dancing down Eating there. Potatoes. <laughs> I'm Irish. I'm allowed to say it. Um, yeah. And you know what else I found interesting? 
in their final battle in the basement, mm-hmm. they're not using nightmare music. They're using like weird like eighties music. Yeah, yeah. Like it hadn't been established yet. I love seeing stuff like that. I don't know. It's just it's pretty You cool. know what else is great about part one is they actually fucking explain things. Yes. Like that's she's able, what we should really when, get when she's yeah. able to pull them out or pull the hat out. Dude, that made perfect and sense. we know why Freddie's targeting her. Because the mom yes. fucking killed him. Yep. And without a mango expert, they didn't need to, like, exactly. like Nancy didn't need to go, like, how can I get him out? And some lady was like, oh, wait, I've got a book on dead guys that come into your dreams. Exactly. <laughs> Dude, she was just like, oh, he he said his name was Fred. Yeah. He was wearing this. And the mom was, like, all shook. Yep. And she was like, you know something. And she, the mom revealed and it. And she grabbed the hat and she had enough foresight. And she didn't even, she didn't even have to be yes. like, hey, audience. I'm getting pumped up again. I think... I think I've discovered something. <laughs> like it was just known. Like she didn't have to say anything. Like she she conveyed it with just acting. I guess that's what it's called. And then <laughs> just letting him act in good writing. And character development. Because yeah. he developed the character of Freddie. So without treating the audience like idiots. What the hell? Fucking button. <laughs> this fucking pocket. Alright. Fucking how the hell? I think I'm an Irish immigrant in the <laughs> fucking bottom of the Titanic. Um so yeah, it was it was it was fucking awesome. Um, yeah, now I am I, I'm I'm a lot higher on this after talking it out out loud. Oh, you're low probably, on it? No, I wasn't low on it, but I just was like, I want to see everything before you make your yeah. Final rating. Because it's weird because like Freddie changes so much yeah. throughout the history of it, and like I just didn't know which what's the real Freddie. Like the real Freddie is the one Wes Craven wrote. Right, it's this one. But like at the same time, like I don't know which Freddie. I don't know. I kind of like Freddy. That's all. I, I do kind of like Wise Cracking Freddy. <laughs> bitch. Well, when he says "Welcome to Primetime, bitch," yeah, yeah, fantastic. And I don't even think we've hit peak Freddy yet. No, no, Freddy's dead as peak Freddy. Yeah, plays fucking Nintendo. <laughs> I'm so excited for that. <laughs> like, I got to three, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this is still like, like two is like the start of this escalation, and then three is like a plateau, right? Like you have one of Freddy. You're talking, yeah." About? Well, uh, how can you say that about two? Because he's not in it. Well, that's true. But he's also like, I'm coming into your body, boy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so sad. <laughs> Does he even do that in any other ones? No, of course, of course not. Because it's, it's, it's not the fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so did we hit everything we want to hit with this first one? I, I think we did. It it, it was great. Mm-hmm. It, it explained everything without making you feel like a fucking idiot. Yes. Um, Great score. Really effective scenes. Really effective scenes. Um, just just about everything. And always like this super unsettling feeling in everything. Like in other ones, you'll be like, oh, okay, this is a dream. Like immediately. And in this one, it kept you like Yeah, you don't edge. know if she's awake or not. Like yeah. when the mom is drinking in the downstairs and she put like bars on the windows and shit. And she's like, what do you want? Yeah. To, to the daughter, I was like, oh, this has got to be a dream. And it wasn't. <laughs> It was so weird. Um, and then let's talk about uh, just uh, her getting pulled through the window of the house. Because that might have. That killed it. I hate that. At ending. the very end? Yeah. I, I don't like that ending it's either. So, oh, and guess who Guess who pitched that? Uh, Shay. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he had to have it in there. And he's like, it kind of looks Why? cool. Why? Like, I don't it get looks, it. <laughs> no one does. <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone in the interviews is like, yeah, we just did it because Bob wanted it. <laughs> and Bob's like, well, it kind of looks corny now, but it's kind of the appeal. Nope. 
And <laughs> it's so clearly not a person that he's pulling through. It's, it's so stupid. It's so fucking stupid. It looks like shit. And honestly, George Lucas this and just cut it. <laughs> just fucking do it. I don't give a shit. I want to know exactly. Wait, wouldn't John put. George Lucas do the opposite? And oh, put wait. Like, put in like a singing number? He like CGI. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> put in a band. <laughs> just put that scene in a million times. <laughs> um, There's actually a source right here that goes along with what you were saying um, that many critics praise the film's ab- ability to transgress the boundaries between the imaginary and the real, which it does. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't. In the other ones, it's it's a lot more obvious. It's like immediately there's just smoke everywhere, like fog everywhere. And you're like, well, it's a fucking dream because they're in their house and it's covered in fog. Right. Like, But in this one, it left a lot yes. to the imagination. And again, being able to pull Freddy out of his realm, like it made complete sense. Like I looked at this for the first time as just like a single movie. That's what was interesting about watching it this time. Like, I, I did a single movie. Like, I don't know. It was just cool to look at it that it's way. Standalone. Yeah. It's like seeing. It's just good. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, they did it really well. It's just a really well made movie. Um, yeah. So that's it. Uh, let's oh, see. we didn't talk about John Saxon at all. Got, oh, got anything dude, you so say? fucking handsome. Yeah. <laughs> Are you sure? John Saxon? Yeah. Yeah, and he has a hairpiece. <laughs> and he brought he brought two hairpieces to set and was like, Wes Craven, do you want he's like, do you want a one with a little bit of gray in it or one with all color? And Wes Craven was like, uh, I think he'd be alright with me saying this. They left it in. <laughs> um Yeah. Yeah. Oh, also New Line claimed they made no money on on Nightmare on Elm Street one. Um, its box office was twenty five point five million. <laughs> they made it for one point eight. He said they made no money. Off well, he's an idiot. <laughs> Who said that? Shay. Yeah. Someone call up Robert Shay and have him come on our show. Um. Yeah, I know. Uh. Now we get to number two, which I really want to get into. I'm really excited to discuss part two. He's so handsome in this picture. That can't even be him. That's. Look at him. That can't. That's not him. Because that's like a recent picture. That's not him. <laughs> that's not him. Uh, that's not him. Uh, <laughs> we're looking at Bob Shea on the TV, and he looks like a a like meat stuffed in a sock <laughs> with a wig put on it. And then he just shows me his wiki picture, and he looks like a million bucks. Um. So after this, Wes Craven, Wes Craven says he wants nothing to do with the series anymore, uh, mainly because Bob Shea owns it and he's not going to make shit for something he doesn't own. Yeah. Um, Understandable. Yeah, totally. So they get a guy to write the screenplay. Uh, he was a salesman at New Line. No writing experience. <laughs> he was part of their 16 millimeter distribution group. And they were like, hey, write a movie. So he did. People were like <laughs> shocked about like, the president not having any experience. That's it's literally how the world works. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. Like, just, I need somebody. Uh, let's just get somebody. Um, and then the director of part two had the gall to say he didn't understand why people really liked the first one to begin with. The director said that. Yeah, huh. yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> he's a fucking idiot. Um, 
So Nightmare on Elm Street 2, uh, Freddy's Revenge. Uh, this came out in, what, 85. Definitely seems a little rushed. <laughs> Looks like they were trying to hit that market while they thought it was hot, even though it would last another fucking 10 years. Yes. Did you see that uh, even though Wes Craven was not invited back, he was allowed to read the script and offer notes on it? Yeah. Did you see what his note was? No. It was, please do not produce this screenplay. No way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? That just fuels people sometimes. Like, you can't do that. Like, you're a fucking idiot. Okay. I'll make a fucking movie. And everyone fucking hates it. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what happens. Like, um, Elm Street 2 gets a really bad rap and uh, pretty rightfully so. It's terrible. It's not good. Um, Yeah, but it's tough to come after the original. But then again, they just didn't. So you know what this is a lot like to me? This is a lot like you have a championship team. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of like the Dallas fucking Mavericks after they won the championship in 11. You have this championship team. All the fucking horror fans are going to love this. <laughs> uh, you have this championship. Is Dirk Freddy? He has to <laughs> yeah, be, right? Sure. Yeah, he's just staple. Yeah, because he's the only guy yeah. that stays. Okay, yeah, perfect. Dirk is Freddy. Freddy Dirk. <laughs> Freddy Nowinski. Um, no, but you have this championship team. They fucking hit a home run. They win the championship. And then instead of being like, bring everyone back, run it through again. Like you just run it, you yeah. bring it back. We'll do another one. Bring everybody back. They're like, yeah, just fucking destroy the team. Dude, that's why there's the phrase sophomore slump. It's crazy. Why would you do that? You have Nancy. Not ass back. You have Wes Craven. Why, and, would, why would you not bring them back? It's all you need. And Freddie, that's it. Did you know they, they started filming without Robert England? No. Yes. So... Oh, because he was asking for more money. He wanted more money. His agent was like, "Yeah, Freddie's huge. Like, we need lots of money, and you need to pay us for it." And they were like, "Not a fucking chance," because they were like penny pitching. That's why they didn't bring Nancy back. Like, not not a chance. So they had somebody else, and they said like he couldn't walk right, or like he didn't walk goofy enough. Probably because he was able to pick up the glove. <laughs> he was just like, "What?" <laughs> That's so amazing. They said the, the guy said that uh, he moved like Frankenstein's monster, just slow and rigid, so he wasn't like goofy and stuff. <laughs> so they went to Shay and they demanded that they bring Robert back and they pay him whatever he wanted, which is ridiculous to pay somebody like that. But. Yeah, it really is. I mean, but he was Freddy. But like, why would you try to shortchange Freddy? Like skimping everywhere. Like, what a piece of shit move, really. Yes. And really, that's I think that's what I don't like most about two. That like that's where I'm like slowly turning on to. I've been watching two a lot. It's on TV all the time now. Part two is yeah, and it just makes me laugh my ass off every time I see it. It's so absurd. Um, but I never really, I, I just don't mind it that much. Like it's not. I'm not like it's a fuck this movie. But I do not like. It. I I like it less reading this shit because it's all done on purpose. <laughs> it's not like oh Nancy couldn't make it or like. Wes just had other shit going on. It's like Bob Shea was like, fuck everybody. I'm just going to make a shitload of money off of this. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I it's like purposely bad, done. I like bad yeah. movies like Troll 2 when it's like an earnest attempt yeah. of trying to yes. make a movie. Yes. This, this is... And this guy was just like, fuck it. They'll, they'll watch anything yeah. as long as Freddy's in it. They'll just watch it and accept it. And like, that's bullshit. <laughs> he might be right. He is right. 
<laughs> we're fucking doing a podcast. <laughs> and we're like, I can't wait to talk about two. Uh, but no, it, it fucking sucks. Um, so yeah, we do. We are like, oh my God, we have like no time. This is going to be a long episode. But um, so part two starts off with we meet. Um, what's the guy's name? Jesse. Yeah. Jesse. He's just moved to town. Um, he's having nightmares, of course. He screams. Screams. He says so he's, he's the original male scream queen. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but I've never heard any, anybody, scre- male or woman, scream like that. No. <laughs> it, it, uh, uh, well, we have a friend that has screamed like that, like over stubbing his toe and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like that? I've, I've never experienced Oh, yeah. It's that bad. It's that bad. <laughs> I know a man that screams like that. Like when it gets into like weird amounts of pain. <laughs> it sounds exactly like that. All right. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? And it's like, oh, I stepped on something. <laughs> what? Oh man. I'm gonna go leave Legos out. <laughs> Dude, you'll hear it. Um but his family his family actually hears him scream and they're like, they're like, hey, he's just having a bad dream. It's, it's that was very alarming. Yeah. yeah. It was so alarming. Uh is Fu Manchu's the greatest cereal of all time? Is Fu Manchu? Yeah, did you see that? I did. Uh the cereals are called Fu Manchu's. C H E W S. I thought you were asking me like you've had one. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Sean, what's the matter? What's gotten into you? <laughs> um so we meet this guy, Jesse. He's got this girl, Lisa. He's a little bit sweet on, sort of. Jesse sweats more than any human being. He sweats so much. And why did he look? Okay, so there's something really weird about this. In his dream, the first time you ever see him, he looks like the sweatiest, weirdest nerd you've ever seen in your life. And then for the rest of the movie, he looks like fairly normal. I mean, besides when he's in like short shorts and like yeah, I don't, I don't know if I agree with this. Well, dude, he didn't look like the nerd on the bus. Dude, his hair was like combed over. It was like that's all, true. That's all true. sweaty and stuck down. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Um, oh, by the way, Freddie's driving that bus. Yeah. Also, that's like the most you see Freddie until the next forty-five minutes. It takes forever. He drives it on top of a rock. And my no, I, I don't, I don't know where I put it, but we know Freddie. We love Freddie. So just give it to us. We don't need another backstory. Why are you recreating a different backstory? So I'm just going to go out and say it. This movie's called Freddy's Revenge. He does not get revenge on anybody. Who would he, who would he even be? There's no one even related There's nobody to the first there. That, it's so stupid. Why is it called that? Jaws. Jaws 5. The only relate. Yeah. Jaws 5. <laughs> the only relation. Is that Corpse Grinder? The only relation is... Uh, <laughs> The horse, the horse show, is the only podcast where, where you'll be interrupted by being like, "Is that corpse grinder?" Be interrupted by by me, by oh, myself. Oh, I was being like, is "I was that, literally talking." Is that corpse grinder? Uh, Did you see that guy? Yeah, he looked exactly like corpse grinder. Um, no, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, the only relation to the first one is the house. Yeah. That family, Jesse's family now lives in Nancy's house. Yeah. Which Jesse is told by a kid at school who at first you're like, oh, these two are going to hate each other. And then they're like chums. They're chums like the entire rest of the movie. Oh, the dickhead kid? Yeah. Are they though? This is the biggest love-hate relationship I've ever seen. It is so fucking weird. Like it was so – like what? Well, at the beginning you're like, oh, these two fucking hate each other. 
Dude, the guy hits him in the head with a baseball and then like walks up to him and like sla- basically Dude, slaps him in the face. He, he, <laughs> like, could you imagine that? <laughs> the, that that sequence of events was so bizarre. Yeah, they're playing baseball. Uh, the ju- the in main ju- job. at school in gym yeah. class. He hits it. Jesse's just like staring at Lisa, horned up, and then the ball hits him in the head. Yeah, and he collapses. And then he goes and like tags him out. Yeah, because the guy overran the base. Yeah. Which is what you're supposed to do. And that guy pulls his pants down. Yeah. To which cuts to a girl. It's like, nice ass. <laughs> this <laughs> and, movie's so stupid. <laughs> and then not only does he pull his pants down, you're like, okay, well, I guess he got him back. I guess they're friends. Then you just fucking Goldberg spears him. Yeah. And it's the shittiest fight you've ever seen. They just roll yeah. on top of each other. And also the coach is like, pay attention. And then just walks away. And then he makes him do push-ups. Yeah. And 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 then when they're doing push, like if you pulled my pants down and then speared me and then rolled on top of me and then I had to do like five thousand push-ups, I'd be so fucking mad at you. And these guys are like, "This is quite a predicament we got ourselves into." <laughs> Man, how, how long does this dickhead usually make us do this? Like they're having the time. Of Nobody life. I'd be talking to you. Like Dude, no way. I'd be so fucking. Also, scared. if two kids get into a fight. Making them do push-ups directly next to each other with no supervision. <laughs> it's the worst it's idea. It's a terrible idea. idea. Also, why wouldn't you just stop doing it? Because they cut the gym teachers inside. He's in his room. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. But they, they aren't doing it. Sean, no, I didn't they're see like shaking. No, no. <laughs> just lying there. Um, I do. We have like the same notes because my next note was Jesse wakes up the sweatiest human being ever. <laughs> he has so much sweat all over him. Um and this movie is all just Freddy nightmares, like, like just nightmare sequences. Like Jesse like goes into his nightmare. Freddy shows up and is like, "You got the body, I got the brain. We got work to do, you and I." And then that's it. Yes. This is stupid. Oh, well, you don't have to tell me. Uh, you know, I'm getting more furious. I really need to talk these out before I do my letterbox. I, you, dude, sometimes I'll read them and I just want, like close my computer and want to lie down. Because then we talk and I sound like a normal person. Right. <laughs> no, that's, why, that's why I feel that way. Like, what are you doing? Like, You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but yeah, he tells him he has the body. I've got the brains, and he like pulls the skin back on his head to show him he has the brains. So, I mean, I'll just we'll skip ahead a little bit. I mean, Freddie plans on making this kid his avatar. Yeah, and that is <laughs> ludicrous because he could just go in your dream and kill you, I, I know. which he does the whole movie. I know. <laughs> And couldn't he just grab onto one of them and be like, go into the realm? Yes. <laughs> of course he could. All right. So um, so after he says that, the kid wakes up screaming again. Again. Then he goes to school, falls asleep, wakes up screaming again. With a snake on him. With a snake on him. And the teacher's mad at him. He's like, you want to play with animals? Go to the circus. Why is that snake out of the fucking... He's, there's a snake on him, and he just screamed <laughs> like a like, woman. He's scared. Yeah. Yeah. Like he let out the highest pitched scream. He should like, be like, "Who did this?" Yeah, you want to play with animals? <laughs> Fucking idiot! Dude, playing. <laughs> oh my god! Um, also, that teacher pops a, a heart on the table like an absolute maniac. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then we get our dance sequence. He calls Lisa, tells her to come over, but she doesn't. And he, then his mom's like, "You have to clean your room." This is the most unnecessary scene. 
the, the, so the the guys who made it saw risky business and were yeah, like, "I was going to tell you that." Yeah, they're like, "We need to we need to put this." They in. were like, it, "One of the guys in this is like, yeah, it was a really hot scene at the time, so we wanted to do it." Yeah, it was hot because it was, it was Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. in like a good song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Classic <laughs> pop scene. Oh man, and no out of town chicks sign on his door. Yeah, no chicks. Oh, so we should get into it. Says out of town. Oh, does which makes me laugh because it's supposed to be checks. No out of town checks like a bank. Uh, but he covered the E up with an I. Classic guy move. So it said no out of town chicks. Yeah, that's what high school guys have. Well, did you see Rod's signs on his door? No. Nah. It said, I gotta find it. It, it. it said no nerds and it had like an X through <laughs> that, a picture of a nerd. That's fucking. And then awesome. it also said no turkeys. And it was an X through a picture of a real turkey. Well, well, I'm, you know what? I don't want any fucking turkeys in my room either. I, I guess not. Uh, Elm Street full of just whimsical signage on your bedroom. Door. Yeah. So this movie had like really homosexual undertones, mm-hmm. which uh, that's fine. Yeah. But my problem with it is. The people say that they didn't know that it was in there. Yeah, and that's the only reason we're going to talk about it because it's 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 very there's so much gay innuendo and things that are said like the board game in his bedroom is called Probe. There's a fucking gay bar. There's a gay bar, but which, which Shay plays the bartender in. Um, some guy like so many package shots of this dude just like with his dick in under like. The tightest underwear I've yeah. ever seen in my life. And this actor's openly gay. Yeah. Even he's like, how do, like anybody that's saying this is an idiot. Yeah. They didn't know. Yeah, that's what he's in the documentary. He even says he's like, prepubescent kids on the internet call this the gay nightmare on Elm Street. I'm pretty sure a bunch of grown men could have figured it out. And they interview everyone involved, and they're all like, we had no idea. That's it was insane. Because because the, <laughs> there's a gay bar. The kid that plays Jess. Yeah. There's a gay bar that Shay plays the bartender. <laughs> how can you say? It's insane. And the kid that plays Jesse, I can't think of his uh Mark Mark Patton, yeah. the actor that plays Jesse, mm-hmm. was like, yeah, in that dance scene, he's like in the, he's like that wasn't improvised. He's like they tell me in the script, bang your ass against the dresser 3 times and then jump up and pretend to masturbate with the microphone. And then <laughs> it's it's fucking crazy. Like again, I'm going to reiterate. The ass Shay does not know there did not know there was gay undertones. But he plays a bartender in a gay bar. And then they go to the gym teacher who's wearing a bondage outfit. He's wearing, dude, all he's missing was a fucking gimp. Like, I don't know why he's wearing that. He's in the school still, too. Like, why is he there? Well, that, it was partially, it was his dream. I think he, well, that's where this movie no, makes no, no sense. No, because he dies in the gym. Yeah, he makes no sense. It makes no sense. Because it was, it was like partially a dream because they jumped from the gay bar to the, it's terrible. But the gay bar was his dream. I think so. Right. And then because he's just there in his bond. Well, that's that's the. But part. then it goes to the school. It's Jesse's dream. Yeah. To start, and then it somehow transfers to this guy's dream, and then somehow it is real life, and Jesse is walking around with the fucking Freddy glove. Yes. <laughs> and the gym teacher's at the school yeah. wearing yeah. bondage. Yeah. Well, he's not yeah. dead yet because because Freddy has to shoot like tennis balls at him for five minutes. <laughs> Just cover him, with, smother him with the balls. It's so weird. And then they bring him into the the shower. Yeah. Tie, so Freddie like ties him up with a uh, jump rope. Yeah, yeah. Drags him into the shower. 
And then just strips him naked. Which was the same effect as the body bag in the first one. It was, yeah. except this was it's stupid. grown man naked being whipped with a towel <laughs> in his butt. <laughs> and that's how, yeah, that's, yeah. And then he just slices him once in the back and it's over. It's really bizarre. And the even more bizarre part is me and Joe, me and Joe watched part of the documentary actually right before we recorded. The writer was like, yeah, there's gay undertones. Like, yeah, the only one movie. guy, the guy that wrote it. <laughs> And yet Nobody everyone else involved. Else involved. Like, no. <laughs> well, what does that one guy say? He's like, either we are all incredibly naive or we're all gay. Yeah, we're all blatantly gay. <laughs> what? What are you saying? It makes no sense. Because if you're gay, you're like, let's make a gay movie. Yeah. And that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, so to clear up, me and Sean are not alarmed that this was a gay movie. No. We're alarmed that these people are saying that, they didn't that know. That six grown men are sitting in this documentary, like, scratching their heads, like, holy mackerel, this is the first I'm hearing. <laughs> Will you say, excuse me, sir? <laughs> Insane. It's it's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. It's absolutely crazy. And not to mention Mark Patton is openly gay. Like they're like, he's open I think they said he's openly he's, gay, but he wasn't at the time. At the time. But Well, they were in the documentary, one of the guys was like, Yeah, we had an openly gay actor. So I, I don't know if he was at the I don't time. Know, yeah. That it's it just it's crazy. Regardless. It's <laughs> Bob Shea played a gay bartender. <laughs> Dude. He tells a story in this documentary about – we're probably just talking about the documentary, but fuck it. Uh, dude, he talks about – he. no one wants to deal with Bob Shea. That's very clear in this, in this documentary. That's what it's great for. It's great to see Robert England act like a smug asshole and be like, oh, in this scene. And Bob Shea be like, oh, I was asked to – be an actor. And then the director's like, he wanted to do it. So I just told him, go get an outfit and come back. <laughs> and I'll put you in. That's what happened. The director, he wanted to be in it. So the director's like, I don't know, man. Like, go <laughs> go to the pleasure chest and pick up, like, some bondage shit and I'll put you in this scene. Is that actually what the place was called? Yeah. Huh. It's it's a pretty famous, uh, really? yeah, like, lingerie, like, sex store. Um, so he sends them there. And Bob Shea brings his daughters who were like nine and seven at the time into the pleasure chest. Yes. And he's like, oh, yeah, my daughter was like, oh, dad, look at that one. That one looks fun. And then he's like, oh, yeah. And then the store attendant was like, you should make them leave. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's not like it's just leather. Can we call protective services on him now? (laughs) Retroactively. Yeah, show them this. (laughs) It's fucking crazy. Brought a seven and a nine-year-old in. And probably because he was like, I got to get this quick so I could get in my scene. He's probably like so hard up to get in this movie. (laughs) I hate him. I I despise him from these these movies. Uh, It's very clear he's an asshole. Um, (laughs) So uh, the dance scene we just talked about. Also, wait. Why can Freddy only enter Jesse's dreams in this movie? I don't think he can. I, I don't know. They don't explain it because he never enters anyone else's dreams. It's always like he's in Jesse's dream and then somehow transfers to another person's. Like he always starts in Jesse's and then somehow. Well, who else does he go to? Um. Well, oh no, because Jesse turns into Freddy. Yeah, and that's what's hard yeah, to tell. Yeah, that's no, what's hard to distinguish. Because Freddy like needs to feed on fear. He says, or they say at some point. So he's like at the end when it's just so, like, I love you, Jesse. Yeah, because love, yeah, love defeats him. Love it, is stop. the answer. It's so fucking stupid. That's not the song that's going to save this movie, but I do have another song. Oh, yeah, I forgot you said that. It's going to save the end for you, but it's not that song. Um, 
Oh, I do have a good joke. I, I, have a, I have a great joke. I have a great joke. We get uh, in the house. It's like boiling. It's like 97 degrees. And I'm like, oh, this is a dream. It's not. <laughs> just, just have a really hot house and no one's alarmed by it. They're just like, it's really hot. And uh, this bird starts attacking the dad in the dumbest scene of all time. Okay. First of all, there's like penis clocks on the wall. Did you notice that? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Second. <laughs> oh, it's not a gay movie. <laughs> When I was reading it, like people were like, "Do you see like the phallic symbols on the wall?" I was like, "Yeah, now I do." <laughs> Is it crazy? Yeah. Um, that bird. So the bird, <laughs> the bird escapes. It's like a, a, a normal little bird. Yeah, it, it, so it attacks terrible. a dad. I've never seen a smaller cut in my entire life. Dude, <laughs> it's so tiny. If a parakeet hit your face. You would swat it, and it would be dead, and you would not fall. And this dad takes a tumble like he was just shot in the Shot. Shot. <laughs> but, like, they don't even, like, exaggerate the cut. It's literally, like, that's, that's a realistic, that's the most realistic part of the movie because it's so fucking tiny. Yeah, and then, and then the bird explodes into a giant flame, <laughs> and the dad's like, it's got to be gas. He's looking for a gas leak, and that was... <laughs> that's what my dad then, would do. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought about <laughs> I was like, this is Joe's dad 100%. Especially when he's like, this is all your fault. Yeah, just blame me. Yeah. Um, here, here's a joke. Ready? Bird attack. Why don't we call this movie the uh, Elmityville Horror? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Elmityville. I, oh, I get it. I didn't even know there was a bird attack in Elmityville. Uh, they always have birds like hitting the window. Oh. <laughs> Um, so we're 30 minutes in and we haven't seen shit. <laughs> Ain't seen shit. Freddy's come into dreams and he's just been like, hey. That joke is worse than Tom Thumb. <laughs> Helmetyville. <laughs> uh, but we haven't seen, We all we know is Freddy's around. We have no idea what he's doing. He hasn't killed the gym teacher yet. That's That's the next scene. We haven't seen shit. No. 30 minutes in. Oh, this movie's boring. Yeah. Um... That's only, this is only 30 minutes in? Yeah. What happens for the next 45 minutes? <laughs> Same thing. I'm like almost done with my notes here. <laughs> um, I mean, there, there's just some there's just stupid shit because you get the whole um, – yeah, I, I have no idea whose dreams they're in because you're in – you're jumping around. The teacher – the gym teacher gets killed. Um, great – oh, Jesse ends up in Jesse. Grady's room and he's like – like he's telling people that he's killing – He's like, oh, I just killed the gym yeah, they teacher. They found him on the side of the road naked. Yeah. So he goes to, um, he runs away to Grady's, who's the bully, right? Rod yeah. Grady or whatever. He runs to this guy's house and he's like, I just killed the gym teacher. I need a place to like. Wait, wait, but that, that's a little later because they have the party first. The party starts first. Oh, is that later? Yeah, because they go back to the school and Grady is sitting at the cafeteria, and he's talking with so much fucking food <laughs> so in his mouth. He has, like, an entire sandwich shoved into his mouth. He's so trying to have weird. a conversation. It's so And then the kid's weird. like, hey, I forget what Grady's saying to him, but he says something that's clearly annoying and, like, not something anybody would want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, why don't you just shut up for a second? And Grady's like, fine! And, like, we still have so much food in his mouth that's, like, spraying everything. Yeah, it's fucking weird. It's fucking weird. Um... Oh, yeah, so we do have the party at Lisa's house. Yeah, and he kisses Lisa, and it's the most awkward kissing I've ever seen. It's terrible, and his tongue turns into, like, is it like a hand? It looks like Freddy's hand, like, coming out. It's just, it's just a disgusting tongue. Yeah, it's like a fucking slug. So gross. 
Um, so long. It's it's so weird. Um, oh, he also didn't he show up to her house like covered in blood, and it's like Freddy's inside of me. She's like, oh, okay, like she yeah, believes yeah, him. She's so. <laughs> if a dude shows up with blood, did we say how blood? much she looks like Meryl Streep yet, dude? Like dead ringer. Yeah. Like it's insane. It's so weird. And they said that's why they hired her. <laughs> she looked like a good actress. <laughs> Fuck. I got to get a job in Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. So, okay. So they're at the party, the, the, the classic boiling pool water. This thing just jumps around. Cause you have no idea where Freddie is. Freddie's inside of him. Here's the other thing. Do people see Freddy or do they see him? I have no clue. Parts of it make it seem like they're seeing him. And like Freddy's just in I mean, his yeah, body. Cause, yeah, because remember, Freddy cuts his way out. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so they would be seeing him. Also, why is he not dead when he, Freddy cuts his way out? <laughs> yeah, because that... I don't know, man. And like, so then Freddy's out. <laughs> Freddy's on the loose, right? <laughs> yeah. This, this is all terrible. Oh, and I hate the pool scene when Freddy terrorizes the party. I so, hate before that because they're at a, it's a high school party. Yes. The parents are there. There. And the dad's like, let's fuck. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the dad wants to fuck. So he goes upstairs with the mom. And there's about like 100 kids downstairs. So many. They like all are like quiet and huddled yeah, like shh, 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 shh. as soon as the light goes out they're like yeah and they play they, they turn the music up to like 11 yeah and they're having the most wild raucous yeah. party and the dad's like what do you think they're doing down there and i was like yeah they're fine you know just having fun that dad was so horny he did not care he's like oh baby <laughs> what the fuck? uh so lisa and freddie uh battle it out freddie slash jesse jesse who, who fuck knows they battle it out this is when I actually decided that I, I forgot about this scene when I wrote my letterbox review because I'd probably give it zero stars right now because um, this scene got me so <laughs> you mad. You gave it two and a half and said it will go higher as you talk about it. <laughs> well, I kind of liked it. Uh, <laughs> dude, they're like in the house. Her and Freddie are battling. Like this is like life or death. And Freddie's just standing. This is the worst. Freddie is really bad in this. He's just not Freddie. Like there's just nothing about it. And Freddie's standing there and then just knocks all the china off a shelf just smashes it and not like as he's running after her they're like having a stare down yeah he's doing like it. the wild west and he's just like how do you like that yeah, take that bitch i'm about to murder you but i'm also gonna smash your parents china some of it not all of it that'd be rude <laughs> like it's so fucking infuriating like why would that happen why would freddie ever do that i don't know he doesn't give a fuck why is he just not killing them in their dreams? And then uh, he hears he Freddy's Jesse's like inside Freddy, and he's like, yeah, because you see Freddy's eye. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 no, that's earlier. Wait, Freddy's inside G Jesse. Yes, and then Jesse gets inside Freddy. Yeah, <laughs> somehow <laughs> because Freddy all of a sudden starts talking in Jesse's voice, and he's like, "Kill me, Lisa! Please kill me!" Yes. And she's like, I'm never going to kill, which is insane, which is insane, because <laughs> uh, it's Freddy Krueger, and he's going to kill her. And she's like, oh, I'm not going to kill you. I love you. Um, and then Freddy just jumps out of a window of the fucking door. He's just <laughs> like a cat. And um, and this scene is so bad, because it was like, I don't even know. He's chasing the kids around the pool in the most lame fashion I've ever seen. He killed, there's, 
100 kids at this pool. He kills two of them. <laughs> he kills fucking two of them. And the rest of the time, he's just walking around like a rabid dog. Like I know. Or like not even a rabid dog, but just like an animal that like shouldn't be is somewhere it shouldn't be. Like mm-hmm. like if a fox got caught in like your fence in your backyard, like it's not dangerous, right. but it's like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? It's just running around and all the kids would be like, what the fuck? That's what's <laughs> happening. Like no one's like that terrified. No one's trying to escape. It's it's pool fences. Like just jump over it. I know. And then uh, Freddy's just like, and then like shoots up a fire door and walks through it. And everyone's like, what? Like the dad comes out with a gun and he's like, where'd he go? <laughs> and the, oh, it's a good question. No, we, no one knows. Yeah, nobody knows. Also, uh, whatever. We forgot to mention that they also found Nancy's diary. Oh, yeah. yeah. Which is like, they're like, well, this is what happened. The ex- a expert, of course. Yeah, exactly. Um, to explain everything. What about the dogs with baby faces? <laughs> Did you catch that? That's, That's the weirdest ridiculous. fucking thing. Best part of the movie. <laughs> um, so Lisa's at Chateau de Freddy. Uh, we this is the final battle. Freddy combat. Freddy combat. Wait, wait. Is that is that the song that would have made it better? No. Oh, okay. I'm still not there yet. Here's the song that's gonna make it better. So these two just run around like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. For the entire time. Um, Wait, when does Freddy say "Help yourself, fucker"? Help yourself, fucker. I don't know. I remember him saying, "You're all my children now." Yeah, I was at the pool. Yeah, I don't know that. Fucker. Which would have been a cool line if it wasn't bored out of my mind. If he wasn't just like not killing, not anyone. killing any of them, <laughs> or like taking them as prisoner. Nothing. Imagine being at a pool and some guy said that, <laughs> proclaims that. Okay, get lost. <laughs> yeah. uh, Lisa screams, I love you. And um, and then does the whole like, I don't believe in you. I'm going to take him away from you. And uh, that's what starts killing Freddie. And then she's like, come back to me, Jesse. I love you. Come back to me. And this is where, and it worked because I did it because I was bored also. I just remembered because <laughs> I played uh, the song Baby Come Back because all I could think, because she was like, Jesse, come back. And I was just like, Jesse, come back, come back. Is that the song? Yeah. And I played it at the end, and it made the end so much better. <laughs> it was so fucking good. I put it on Snapchat. Oh, you did? Yeah. I don't know if it's still up there or not. But uh, I put it on Snapchat because I was like, oh, this is so great. Baby, come back. Any kind of fool could see there was something in. Um, but yeah, Jesse, come back. Makes the end so much better. Baby, come back. Baby, come back. They should just play ballads the whole time. Or Jesse's girl. Je- is that the do 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 do? Yeah. <laughs> that should have been the end. Jesse, come back. And then when Jesse is back magically, <laughs> driving his uh, beater car away. Um,. So anyway, Freddy just magically catches fire and melts. Yep. And Jesse's there. Yeah. Like a phoenix. Yeah. Rising, rising from the, from the ashes. ashes yeah. Um, yeah, and I just – at that point, I rewound it and I just played Baby Come Back over the end <laughs> of the uh, movie and it was a lot better. Well, there you have it, folks. And then, uh, and then they just repeat Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1 for the ending. 
yeah. with um, it's literally scene for scene. Back Jesse the, walks out of yep. the house with his mom, who's like, "Oh, see you later, honey." And then he gets in a vehicle, and then the vehicle starts <laughs> speeding, and that's it. I mean, this one you get a little more because Jesse freaks out, and they're like, "Jesse, it's okay, it's over." And then Freddie's glove comes through the girl, killing her, and then. It speeds off into the desert. Why does Freddie love driving into the desert so much? How did he park that in the, the bus on top of a rock the first time? Well, the, so the earth impressive. broke around him. Oh, that's what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You couldn't tell through the giant red fog <laughs> that just... I thought he just somehow drove it It's just it was such an unnecessary <laughs> scene. Um, Going back to this um, real quick, because I forgot to mention this while we were talking about it. David Chaskin, the, one of the writers, mm-hmm. said that... Uh, I think he's the one that admitted that it had the homosexual undertones. Yeah, that was him. He said that he conceived this movie that and that Freddie had to enter Jesse's body to interact with the real world as a metaphor for repressed homosexuality. So if that is true, why would he not just tell that to people while they're made? Like, hey, you know this is this is what we're talking about, right? He clearly did. He was probably in the background. You think he did? Or you think afterwards he was like, uh, I gotta, uh, I better make up something. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> They're really mad about this. <laughs> no, he's probably in the background the whole time being like, this is, this is. <laughs> so basically, it says here, basically Jesse's a gay kid in denial about his sexuality and his homosexual urges manifest themselves via Freddy. Uh, I don't know. Also, if you want to write a movie like that, why are you using Freddy? Freddy. My homosexual urges kill people. It's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, I, I don't buy that, actually. I, I think he made that up after the fact. After. Like, I'm a, like, I'm championing homosexual. Because, again, why wouldn't he just tell everybody involved, like, this is what's happening? Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's real. I think that's after the fact, after people were like, because I think people. You think Robert Englund would be okay with it? I think I think a lot of people give it credit for doing that. Like in the 80s. And I think he was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what I meant. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's more what it was because he, there's no, there's no chance. <laughs> and why, yeah, again, why would you make this the movie to be like, I'm going to make, I'm going to take a stance. Yeah, because the first one was, was <laughs> what? I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, we're going to send a message to America. Through Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two, Freddy's yeah. Revenge. <laughs> and at that time, sequels were like nowadays. Sequels are like they have to outperform. Yeah. Back then, like Friday Part Two didn't no. do better than the first one. No. So on to Part Three. We're getting late. We're getting late. Yeah, I mean, we already talked about it as a show. Yeah, we're not going to cover it ago. a lot. Um, we did it in the Part Threes. I think we talked about it pretty extensively because it is one of our favorites. Uh, first boobs in a nightmare. Yeah. They were great. <laughs> Watch those again. Um, so in that – we see boobs because uh, one of the kids is uh, about to – he's hot for the nurse and they're about to do it. And it yeah. turns out the nurse is Freddy. Yeah. So the question – this is really the only question I have on part three. <laughs> what uh, – <laughs> who would you rather have sex with? Freddy Krueger as a woman or Tall Man as a woman? It's Freddy. Tall Man's gross. <laughs> yeah. And Freddy's just a dream. So it's not like you're actually having sex. Yeah, a wet dream. You have a wet dream. That's fine. Yeah. Wait, was it in one of these movies where somebody was like, wet dreams? Yes. I forget which one. <laughs> now that you say one. that, there's definitely yeah, a wet somebody dream. Was like, somebody was like, the only dreams I like are wet dreams. Like, <laughs> no one likes a wet dream. Not that I ever had any. Did you ever have a wet dream? I did. You did? I think so. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's interesting. I never had one. I was like, oh, yeah. That, the video in school freaked me out, though, because they make it like it's like the biggest deal of all time. Like the kid's like, holy shit. I've made a horrible mess. He's like, pulls off all of his sheets and shit. <laughs> and the mom catches him and is like, oh, I know what you've done. <laughs> If I saw my kid walking with all the sheets and like everything off, you just assume he peed. I'd be like, holy shit, what you, kid barfed the bed, yeah. pissed himself, pooped right. himself. That's fine. <laughs> Fucking wet dream. Oh, man. Can we review a high school sex video? Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> Dude, oh my God. Do you remember? Because we watched it in sixth grade at Norton. Yeah. I you remember- start in third grade. Er, <clears throat> Fourth grade, fourth, yeah. fifth, sixth. Yeah, yeah. You start give in you fourth like grade. diagrams. You have like fourth, fourth grade, sex ed. Everyone, <laughs> they're like, yeah, we just deal with. Which it. is weird because I taught elementary school for yeah. six years. I never, and I taught uh, third, fourth, and fifth never once. Really? Yeah. So in fourth grade, we started with like it was like more like, and it was separate rooms. Yep. Boys and girls, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, Fourth grade was like more just deodorant and body hair. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they're like, yeah, get ready for this. Get some hair. And then, oh, and by the way, here's some promotional deodorant that are going to lock you into buying it forever. And then fifth is like, I don't even know. Maybe it was just fifth and sixth. And then, because then the next one is like, oh, no, fifth is sex separate. You get into the sex part of it, the reproduction and the boners and stuff. Dude, so one of those videos, they have like, because they have like actors. They like showed you parts like the wet dream part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh they had one where it was like you might start getting boners. Yeah. And like they had like the school, school picture. photo. <laughs> yeah, you remember that? Yeah. And the kid like zooms in on his face. <laughs> it's like the jaw shot, you know? He's like, oh god. <laughs> you just get the raging boner in the middle of a class photo. And I'm pretty sure they're like I remember like afterwards the teacher's like, all right, so like if you get an erection, how do you like what are ways to like deal with getting random erections? And no one answered, of course. <laughs> the answer was wear baggy clothes. And like was looking the answer? Yeah, looking back on it, baggy clothes is the worst idea. <laughs> Cause it's just gonna move the clothes. Yeah, yeah. Like where it should have been like wear the tightest jeans possible. Get, get smaller dicks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So that's Nightmare on Elm Street Part yeah. 3. <laughs> um, Elm Street Part 3 is great because Nancy's back. Nancy's back. Nancy's back. Uh, it adds more to the Freddy mythos. The, the true Freddy mythos. Yep. Um, and there, I did find it a little bit more boring um, than the first movie. Um, I, so some people consider this the best one. Yeah. It's certainly probably the best of the sequels. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. We'll see if how New Nightmare holds up. Yeah. And Freddy's Dead's fun. But um, it's, it's number one's Best better. well made. The, the scene, I mean, the, the scene where the boy is the puppet and Freddy is in the sky. <laughs> playing mannequin. Is like, that's mannequin. what Freddy's about. Like, that is, comp- that is a dream. Yeah. That is a true dream. Great. And yes, a true translation of a dream killing somebody in real life. Like he's in the fucking sky. Like, yes, it's awesome. The Freddy Snake. Freddy Snake is great. Did you see they had to make it look less pink because everybody was like, this is a penis. 
That's true. Did you see the last movie? <laughs> we can't do this again. Yeah, yeah. The crew was like, Freddy is a penis. Like, he's veiny, and this is pink. And they're like, we don't have any... They're like, we can't rebuild this. We can't... We don't have, like, any time. So they just poured, like, green goo over it to make it look not as pink. So they uh, so they just dressed Bob Shea up in a sock and... <laughs> <laughs> like that cat, that picture of the cat, like it's like a cat in a sock. Have you ever seen that? Wait, what? It's like they put like like they cut off a sock, and then there's a it's a picture on the internet, and it's like just a cat's head out of a sock. So it's like this cylindrical cat. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. No, you've never seen that. No. It's the best thing ever. Um, that's kind of what it looked like though. Uh, and that's what I would do with Bob Shay. Um, you got the welcome to prime time, bitch. Which is good. Yep. But again, not a lot of dialogue. It kind of reins it back in to the first one where Freddie he says, welcome to primetime, bitch. And that's that's kind of it for the silly stuff that I remember. Um. Yeah. Well, you know what seems great is when his claws turn into syringes. Oh, fuck. That is a great. That, that scene is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Um. It's just, it's just crazy what they do. Like, did we mention that Wes wrote the screenplay? No. Now he didn't direct it, right? He did not direct. He just wrote the screenplay, which shows you, it goes a long way. (laughs) It goes a very, very, very long way. Nancy dies in this one. Yep. Which is what Wes had to do all along in his original Dream Warriors sketch because. Forgot where I wrote it, but I think he said something like, if you survive in the original and appear in a sequel, like you, you're not going to make it to the end. Oh, that's interesting. <clears throat> that's really interesting. Um, so he that's, wait. Oh, wait, I found it. He said, the character continually surviving potentially distracts from and weakens the true star who is the killer, which would be Freddy. Oh, shit, son. <laughs> That's that is awesome. And he also said, "If Nancy, it's true, it is true." And he said, "If Nancy dies, it raises the dramatic stakes because <clears throat> if she can die, then all bets are off for any characters. So you don't know who's going to make it. Like if you know the main character is safe, there's no suspense. If you if you kill off the main character, then you're like, well, who the fuck's going to die next? And I love it. I love this. Thing. I love it. And I and also this movie just goes to show you, like, why why didn't this happen in part two? <laughs> This is this is the sequel to part two. It's or part one. Yeah, this should have it's been so part good. Two. It, it makes so much sense. The last of the kids on Elm Street, like when she says that, you're just like, holy shit! Like, yes. it's a little goofy with like the fucking magic and shit, but like, I mean, whatever. it's a guy that kills you in your dreams. Part two, yeah. You gotta like that's 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 what I think you gotta do. I think everyone, and that's kind of where I give part two. Uh, but see, he doesn't even attack you in your dreams. I have nothing to say anymore. Just gonna blow my brains out, <laughs> guys. That's it. Did you for, know oh. in the sex scene they wanted Freddie to have the boobs, like like actually have the boobs? That would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm actually furious that that is not what happened. So fucking mad. Sorry, I can't well, add one more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Part three. Add some like tidbits of information. Yes. Uh, Zaza Gabor, rest in peace, is in this movie. Yes. Dick Cavett personally picked her because he thought she was the dumbest person he'd ever met in his life. And he knew Freddy was going to kill her in the movie. Fucking rude as fuck. <laughs> it's the rudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Except basically everything we shit about Robert England and Bob Shea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, I thought she was good in it. 
Kincaid, we didn't mention. Do you like Kincaid, the character? Yes. I also, this is also the first one with uh, the bastard son of a thousand maniacs or a hundred maniacs. Yes. Um, and you heard about why Kincaid uh, got the part, right? I think we might have talked about it on our part three. Episode. We might have. What was it, though? He was like soaked in, like, he missed the bus and he had to walk there in rain. And like, when he got there, the director said something that pissed, or one of the agents said something that pissed him off. And he was just like, fuck you. Oh, no. Like, all right, you got the part. <laughs> He's great in the documentary too. He's like Is a it? real like yeah. Honestly, everyone seems pretty cool from the documentary except the people in two who all seem pretty depressed about the film. <laughs> except the guys that made a ton of money off of it. Yeah, they're, they're pretty happy about everything. I think it's better than the first one. <laughs> Any more factoids? Uh seventy percent of the screenplay Wes Craven wrote for Part Three had to be rewritten because everybody thought it was way too dark. I don't know why, but yeah. I mean, it could have used a little more darkness. Honestly, this makes like I rewatched Scream, I rewatched Nightmare One and Three, and I appreciate Wes even more than I did before. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) makes one of us. I'm kidding, Wes. Wes is really good, and I honestly watching these and seeing the dramatic changes when he's not involved i'm actually more impressed with him as a writer i think yes i think that's what's most impressive about him and listen i'm not a fucking film person i, I couldn't tell you what a fucking director <laughs> film <even person>. does <laughs> like you know what i mean like a director could be do anything toby hooper didn't do shit on poltergeist he's a fucking director <laughs> right, right you know what i mean like there's just weird shit that goes on in movie making so i'm not gonna be like the director is so good in this like we don't know <laughs> like he could have been a fucking idiot and the producer could have directed the whole thing um but I think writing is there. Like, you see the writing. And when you see one, two, and then three, you're like, oh, <laughs> he's a brilliant fucking writer. Yes. Like, <laughs> his script goes along. Yeah. Way. And I think he was even restricted. I wouldn't, I, I mean, he, I don't know if he said this or not, but he was probably restricted a bit in his script on three because they're like, he, this dude is hot. Like, I don't think Wes writes, welcome to primetime, bitch. That was Adlibs. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay, of course. Fucking remember uh, But he doesn't write that. Like, that's not that's not what he does. But Freddie gets that character and gets the marketing and stuff. Dude, maybe Robert, maybe Robert's right. Who's like in the character? Like, maybe. <laughs> but everyone hates that about it. And then in the next fucking, however, in six movies, he's just like boogie 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 boo. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> it's just insane. I can't wait to do it. I know. I'm really Freddy's excited. Dead. I'm really excited. It's going to be awesome. Score. I'm, <laughs> I'm so excited. I haven't seen any of those. Like, I've seen one through three so many times. I have not watched, like, anything after that. Like, more than once, I don't think. Two and five are my least watched. <laughs> Freddy's Dead might be my most watched. Yeah, I've legitimately watched two, like, six times. That's an insane I would, I would turn the TV off, throw it out my window. <laughs> well, I'm always like, because I'm always like, hey, hey, come watch this. Like to my wife. <laughs> it's like the dancing scene. She's like, All right. what, what, why? <laughs> or I'll like vi- be video. T- I will like sit there and wait. I remember I did this for my friend Shelly. I sat there and watched the entire thing up t- just so I could send her a video of the dancing instead of just sending her a YouTube video. <laughs> so many clips of it. <laughs> Literally all I pops up when you type in Nightmare 2. <laughs> all right, guys. That's it for this episode. Serial Killer 1 in the books. We have two more episodes next week. Parts 4, 
five, and six. Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. Um, so join us then. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support the show. Um, if you can support monetarily, uh, patreon.com slash I hate horror. We've got some bonus episodes. I released the Stanny outtakes yesterday. Um, and then we'll be doing some bonus episodes after we record these Elm Street episodes. So we'll have probably two or three bonuses uh, coming in the next few weeks. Um, and then um, store.ihatehorror.com, I think. Just go to ihatehorror.com. There's a link to the store there. Um, we've had shirts up there. Um, so check that out. Uh, what else do we plug? Thanks, Harley Poe. <laughs> That's getting quieter and quieter and shorter. And th- <laughs> so just gonna be. Uh, uh, but really, thank him for that song. I mean, that, that song. It's a great song. Uh, and then, um, do what? Do we? I feel like I'm missing something. You, you, I mean, besides media. our social media. Okay, no, we're good. Yeah. Right. Uh, I am at <laughs> on Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, on Instagram and Snapchat at I Hate Horror. I'm uh, at Jovi421, Instagram, Boognish1985, Snapchat, Horror Show Joe. And add me on uh, Snapchat. I am active now. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, Thank you all so much. We really appreciate it. It's awesome. Glad that we're back on the movies now after a little break there. So, um, yeah, stay tuned next week for Serial Killer Part 2. Yes. For Joe. Thank you. This is Sean. (laughs) For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios.